Previously on the Lupe and Royce show. We can't focus on the word relevant, man. Okay. Kick push was not Would a you re- stop? Okay. Not a relevant record, bro. <laughs> never never was a relevant record. Come on, man. Don't do me like that. You making it sound bad now. No, I'm I'm saying it's great. It's great. I mean, it's but great. kick but, the, but, but it wasn't relevant. But here's the dig. Here's the dig. It was relevant to the crowd that it was made for. The Lupe and Royce show is a say what media production. The presenting sponsor is Blue Microphone. Yo, what up? This is Lupe Fiasco, the agent provocateur. No, he's not an agent provocateur. This is Royce to Five Nine. Come on, how come I can't? No, you can't be an agent provocateur, goddammit. You're a Black Panther. I'm Royce to Five Nine. I'm a Black Panther, goddammit, and so is Lupe. Go ahead. And this is Tom Frank, just a regular dude, and you're listening to the Lupe and Royce show. You got to be something other than just a regular dude. I'm just a regular dude until I become not a regular dude. Hey, Royce, before, we get it, you... before we go anywhere on our fifth Hold on, wait, episode, no, 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 because every time you episode. do that, and it's not, no, stop, stop. Oh, every well, time well. you do that, hold on, wait, before we get started, this is... you come with this whole bunch of shit that we don't want to talk about. No, 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 this is good stuff. Let me, let me, let me explain. Let me explain. Mm-hmm. All right. How about we got to acknowledge the listeners? We hit over 55,000 downloads on last week's release. Woo. Sweet. So on behalf of you guys, I want to thank you, you listeners, for subscribing. Listen. I could do my own thing. I want to thank them for okay. the reviews. I want to thank them for the feedback. It's greatly appreciated. I also want to acknowledge something to Terrence X out there, illustrator extraordinaire. He sent us an illustration of you guys that is so good that we're going to update the show logo, and we're going to roll it out with this episode. Go ahead and keep it real time. We're going to steal it. Terrence. Look at that. We're stealing yeah. it right there. I'm not, I'm not paying for that. We're not paying for I'll it. Let Ter- Terrence, let me, let me talk directly to Terrence X. We're not paying for that. Just FYI, get your lawyers, get your mama, right? If mama, whoever it is running your business right now, let them know that I, Lupe Fiasco, have no financial interest in paying you for your your talents. I'm not doing it. Don't go get your lawyer. We don't feel like talking. Just just run it. Terrence was a good guy. We've already worked this out. Yeah, he's a good guy. He let us take, take that artwork. Now the the one th- I want to point out two things about this picture if I w- if I can. Number one is you notice Lupe's got a little gray hair that was that was added. Oh, is that what it is? Because yeah. I thought she was going to point out that Royce looks like you but black. Well, my other question is where am I? I, I think I'm behind you guys. So you're the white space. If if Terrence X is listening, maybe maybe you could get me in there no you're in there you're the abstract white space upon which we all sit in between here no the whole paper terrence could you please put a little picture of tom in between me and royce or coming out of royce's pocket get a picture of tom's head just or like just take, just take royce and make him white and that's me uh, all right. a few other comments <laughs> if i can continue if i can continue we are asking for a lot for some thieves from Sean A, the Lupe and Royce podcast. Wait, 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 wait. What are you, what are you reading? Who the fuck is Sean A? I'm, I'm reading some of these reviews. Sean A, like the singer? No, no, Sean A, as in like, I don't know, Sean Anderson. Well, I don't care nothing about no Sean A. I thought you said Sean A. I was getting excited. The, yeah, the Lupe and, and Royce podcast is something I, I didn't know I needed. Why is Lupe stopping me right now? What's going on? Because I'm trying to act like, like Tom. Why are you doing that? I want to feel the privilege and the power to cut off two niggas whenever I feel you like know, it. <laughs> you know what that's going to get you? That's going to get you off the artwork. <laughs> that got to be it. 
Rice, I apologize for cutting you off. You're absolutely right. I apologize. And I also apologize to you, Tom, for cutting you off when you was reading Sean's situation because the fans of the podcast do matter and we love them so much. So continue. Can I read a a few more? I would like an apology. I apologize to you first. I'm not talking about from you, Lou. I'm talking about from Thomas. What what did I do? Oh, yeah, Tom. Yeah, I apologize to Rice. You said Sade. Well, I said Sean A. You got to do better, Tom. You're not, that I, was I, underwhelming. I apologize. I, I thought Sade was on with us. No, Sade's not on here. But Hip Panda Hop is with us. And if you're going to start a podcast, definitely do it by telling a story about Stealing a Door, my new favorite podcast. We need to stop running with that because I feel like I'm going to get a, a phone call from DPD. <laughs> and it's probably well-deserved. Yeah, I probably do deserve it. You're right. From at Brand, Royce says Lupe Fiasco like he's trying to sell him a car. That was one of my favorite comments <laughs> of, of last week because he does it all the time. And I love it. From Organic Shadow, and I have, to, I have to say to Organic Shadow, thanks for agreeing with me as he states, which rapper would be a good president? My money is on Common. I do think that maybe we should get Common and Killer Mike on here for our own presidential. Listen, debate. listen, listen. First of all, you, you need to do a better job of picking the names. Because if it was me, I'd have never picked Organic Shadow. I'm going to fuck what <laughs> Organic Shadow has to say. Let's, let's break down that name. Organic Shadow? What does that even mean, Tom? You just pick the shit. I just, Give I up some Sean A. I like Sean A. Give us some real names. I don't need these. You're definitely going name hunting in the boys' locker room. Why don't you choose a couple girls, man? All right. I will. It's all musty up in here, man. Wait, wait, wait. Um, Lauren says Lauren says that his name is Damn Jan Racknick. Damn Jan Racknick. So where'd you get Organic Shadow from? I think that, that that's his name, but that was his handle. What type of name is Damn Jan Racknick? Shout to Organic Shadow, aka No, it's Damn Jan Dijam is Dijam Racknick. Racknick. Because it got the it got the special little letters or, or the the things on top of the letters. Shout to Damn Jan Racknick. Oh, it might be Croatian. He played for the Pistons. Yes. One AKA more. Organic Shadow. Thank you. And this one's from the Octal King. What the fuck? Didn't we just talk about this? Didn't we just? This pod came at the right time. With everything going on, it's good to hear banter from two of my favorite goats. And this Tom guy is not too bad. Oh, that's why I picked it. Oh, you put that in there. That's yeah. why I picked that one. Yeah. To sum it up, Royce, there's a lot of people questioning your, your movie watching technique. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lou, I got a lot of people willing to give you a door if you'll come over for a massage. I'll tell you what, I don't envy Lou. I don't envy him either. Wait, wait, wait. What are we doing right now? Is We doing way too much fan appreciation right now. Like, they didn't come to hear them. This ain't a fucking mirror. Like, what are we doing? We don't owe y'all nothing. Don't let Tom get, get it fucked up. We from Chicago and Detroit. I, I'm the guest advocate. You ruin our street credibility. We can't be fucking with people this deeply. Okay, we just got to give wave them off. Ah, Thanks, thanks. And then you need to go on on with it. The hell with the fans. No, we ain't saying all that. But And and then, please, man, Tom, when you're picking these people to do the reviews, please send your reviews. You got to pick regular names, man. We ain't finna be in here talking about Optimus at the Potamus 17. We're not finna do all that shit. Okay? You need to send your real name, and we're going to say that. Real name. Anime rappers. (laughs) Pegatus Authoriton. Nah, man. White Hawk. What's going on this week? <laughs> you have to call me Black Hawk. I want to be <laughs> Nether 12. <laughs> Tom, you have no idea what the hell we're talking about, dude. 
God. You just, I mean. This is such a culture clash. Shit's like AOL messenger names. Organic shadow don't mean shit, though. I just want to let y'all know that. How do you know that doesn't mean anything? Organic shadow? Break that down. Do the etymology. Organic? Organic? Okay. There's there's no chemicals involved Um, in the making of this person. Oh, man, we're going there. He's not a real person. He's a shadow. You're going there. You're going there. I went there. It's an all-natural, very... (laughs) An all-natural shadow? All right, cool. I like how you broke that down. Thank you. Let me just tell you something. Not only did J. Cole go platinum with no features, but Mickey Fax wrote a song about the letter A without using the letter A. He did. Shout out to Mickey Fax. It's called A-. minus. It's available right now. Let me know what it is you did good in the world, Tom. What I did good in the world? Top that. I, I don't know if I can top that. I know you can't. <laughs> Fuck that alphabet up. Did you guys watch any of this presidential and vice presidential debate? I didn't. Of course. Why you say of course? Because I watched it. I was confirming yeah. that I watched it. She was bananas. It's the presidential debate that got you in this little snarky mood you're in right now. You triggered by the debate. Not really. You got to remember, man, you ain't on here with the Proud Boys. It's us. It's your family. <laughs> Listen, I'm not triggered by the debate. I found I found them to be very insightful. I found them to be full of shit. That's that part. What was insightful about that presidential? The people. You get to see how the people how they are. I thought stand back and stand down was pretty prolific, if I might say so myself. It was stand stand back and stand by. That's even better. Which was insane. Yeah, which was fucking ridiculous. That's why I said it was full of shit. But 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 the people. You know, like the people themselves, like a, it was like a a interview for America. The first one was trash, right? It was just annoying. But I mean, as a piece of fodder for the masses, it was fucking awesome. It made the vice presidential debate feel less entertaining because they weren't screaming at each other the whole time. Race, you didn't watch neither one of them? Why would I do that, Lou? I mean, just, just common interest. Common interest? Yeah. What was interesting about that? About I'm, I'm just, no, you asked why, and I just said just out of common interest. Oh, yeah, I'm not interested. I mean, I pers- I just <laughs> I just personally <laughs> feel like, you know, you know, like, I can sit and watch it, but it's just going to remind me of how fucked up everything is. And um, I usually like to go throughout my day without feeling like that the country is being ran by the adults on South Park. Hmm. What I dislike thoroughly about the first debate, Thomas, yeah. is that it felt like two white people arguing over who did more fucked up shit to black people. That's like what I felt. Like that's what I felt like sitting and watching. Like it wasn't about politics. It wasn't about, you know, class or anything like that. It was like two old white dudes. Like old. You Very didn't old. remember you did this to the Central Park Five? Remember that shit? And you like, man, well, remember when you did the whole thing with them people down there? And that, that shit was like, oh, shit, this is happening right now. Welcome. Oh, stop it. I so paid taxes. I paid a whole bunch. Ask Jill. The 700 and what? Whatever. <laughs> he paid pocket chain taxes. That's supposed So, Royce, you're going to vote, though, right? Yeah. All right. You guys have your voting plans put together? He voting for these nuts. Didn't you listen to the last episode? Uh, I, I, I did listen to the, the yeah. episode. I, di- I didn't know if the debate maybe changed his mind. Oh. 
you got to hold him to this. You can't just like cavalierly mention is he going to vote because he's going to say that you're going to say these nuts. Are you no, going to vote like... for either Donald Trump or Joe Biden? Hell no. So I ain't voting for either one of them motherfuckers. There you go. I'm voting for that one lady. I can't remember her name right now. Uh, Joe Jorgensen. Voting for her. Libertarian. That's that's the route you're taking. But you are going to vote. You're going to get out there. I mean, you know, I'm going to vote. There you go. You know? Lou, you, you better be voting. Who, me? Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely not. I vote. You got to get out and vote. No, you don't. Yes, you do. No. No, I don't. You're an American citizen, are you not? I, I do other American things. It just doesn't boil down to voting. I pay taxes. I pay more taxes than the fucking president. Lou, my daughter pays more taxes than the president. But tell us why you're not voting. <laughs> 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 because I don't feel like people like to just target voting as the sole kind of like foundation of proof of American participation in the civic blah, blah, blah. Right. And I feel like on a local level, yes, I think if voting affects you directly on a local level, then yes. And I have friends who are running for office and they talk about the importance of voting at a national level, but it's distant. It's distant in the sense where you're not voting for his cat for who, whoever's cabinet, right? You're not voting for, the bureaucracy that they're going to be installed into. You're not voting for the lawyers that they're going to be using to consult. You're not voting for any of the back end, right? You're just voting for that one person and hope, fingers crossed, that they're going to pick people, right? That are in a lot that are in line with their policies throughout, right? So you're just coming to just vote for that name, and you got to either believe in that name or not. I don't fuck with neither one of these dudes, right? I don't have any ill will towards Joe Biden, right? But I don't fuck with him like that. If you're not black. You're not black if you don't vote for me, shit. Like him giving the eulogy at Strom Thurmond's funeral, all that shit that people are like, no, man, you giving votes to Trump. It's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm black. I ain't, I don't fuck with that. He's got Kamala Harris as his running mate. I don't give a fuck. Like, she was prosecuted, top cop, shit like that. Nah, I'm, I'm cool. Like, she seems like a good person, a solid individual. But no, that's not enough. Right? Wait a minute, wait a minute. What if everybody did what you just said? But everybody's not going to do what I said. See, that's what, see, these, these and, theories. And where they should. He's not, encur- he's not encouraging people to do what he's saying, but I, no, I, we I feel you. we need to encourage people to vote. No. I think people should vote, but I think people should understand that we're going to do what we want to do. Yeah, there's that. I'm not actively stopping people from voting. I'm going to go vote for all of my people on the local level. Then I'm going to vote for Joe Jorgensen. And then I'm going to vote for Kamala Harris. And then I'm going to make another ballot. The one say, fuck Trump. Another one say, fuck Biden. <laughs> see how they like that see i'm not going that deep but i will say that there is something to if you really look at it like local is very important i believe that the cabinet positions are very important i believe you're seeing it right now like you would want joe biden to win to pick the 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 ninth uh justice right on the supreme court they finna fill that uh-huh. shit right now Right. The Republicans already uh, said it like, yeah, we're doing that right now before. No, b- it's not going to happen. The confirmation hearings are happening right now. They're going to force that woman into that slot. Right. And so you think like, oh, you're going to vote for that. But it's like they're already doing that. So the things that you're trying to vote for and hoping that you're going to vote this person in and they're going to change. You already see years in advance what the oppo- what the opposition party is already going to do to either like shut that shit down or suppress it or obfuscate it. Or, or make it, even if you do it, it's going to be obsolete by the time it gets uh, enacted or whatever that situation is. So I think it's a game, you know? And at like 38 years old, black man in America, I don't feel like playing games. You know what I'm I saying? Like, like I don't want to play games with Mitch McConnell until I'm 50. Like, I'm not going to fucking do that. 
I like how Trump leaves it to their imagination when they ask him about a um, peaceful transfer of power. Just like, hey, man, you never know what you're going to get in Trump world, baby. <laughs> what do you think about him? Y'all just going to have to pull up to the White House and see. <laughs> he going to have everybody outside the White House just chilling. How about him getting sick, back getting coronavirus? He was born sick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's more sick than, in, than, than he's leading on to be? Sometimes your lungs answer back, man. You know, I'm scared of him. I'm scared of Trump and I'm scared of Biden. I wouldn't let either one of them drive me in an Uber. There you go. I think I'd let Biden drive me. You let Biden drive you? I think I would. Not while I'm with you. <laughs> I get a different Uber. I take lift. a different Uber. I, I take lift. All right. How about Saturday Night Live? So at least we had some fun with it. Uh, Chris Rock was on. Did you guys uh, watch Saturday Night Live? You first, have to watch Saturday Night Live. First of all, I am talking. I was talking. He wasn't finished, huh? Oh, I thought he was done. I wasn't finished. I was speaking. Thank you very much. Yes, I seen Saturday Night Live. No, I did not. I seen a clip of it on Instagram. Yes, I was talking, Tom. Now it's your turn. So you're talking to the half a movie homeboy right here. It's not just movies. It's TV shows, half a show homeboy, 20% Royce, right? He's only watching the commercials. And then he's prognosticating from there. What you're doing right now is you're using words that I don't have in my lexicon. So I need you to stop that. Second of all, what you're doing is you're holding that one fucking one thing with the movie against me. Okay. I don't. That's huge. No, that's huge. I don't always movie do like that. Okay. Okay. I watch Step Brothers all the time. You watch Step Brothers all the time? Yeah, why'd you act like that? I'm asking because my two sons love that that movie. That means you got two cool sons. I do. Surprise? Are they cancers? No. You sure? Yeah. They sound like cancers. I got to think about that real quick. Think on it. I don't watch Saturday Night Live. That's probably going to fuck up my chance of being on it, but I don't watch it. I don't watch it. I watch pieces. I, I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in like a year and a half. I don't fucking know. But they did like a sketch. You got to watch it just for what they. I don't do have to do anything, election. Tom. Here you go again. You, you got to vote. To you got to watch Saturday Night Live. Oh my god! Let me live my life, man. Let me live my life. America's about freedom. I ain't got to watch shit. You just, your, you just messed your chances of going up to Saturday Night Live up, man. What are you gonna do now? I mean, this what are you is, gonna ever do? This is this show is in the top tenth percentile of, of podcasts. I mean, we're not just speaking in a box like people hear. Well, listen, they, they might still get you on. There. Listen, if they want, if they want to be cool. They can invite us because we're available, all right? <laughs> Thank you. And they better watch what they say on their shit. They might ruin their chances of having us. We, we say what we want to say. True that. You're right. Did they do a sketch about Trump catching the coronavirus? Yes. They actually updated their debate just to make sure that that was an underlying theme throughout the whole thing. And, you, and if you haven't watched it, Alec Baldwin is, is tremendous as Donald Trump. Uh, and Jim Carrey was uh, Joe Biden. Jim was Carrey fantastic. was on there? That's my boy. Yes. Jim Carrey was Joe Biden. Now watch, next time I try to watch it, he ain't going to be on there. Oh, he's going to be on there. You can you can guarantee <laughs> Alec Baldwin, Jim Carrey is, is going to be on there for the next month. <laughs> Yo, why the fuck are they doing TV shows? Like with people in the crowd. Was it people in the crowd? They did they, they, there were people in the crowd. Actually. Yeah, what the fuck is that? And now like, that you why? say that, like, why there's still, they, a, why there's still they a pandemic outside. Like, we're making fun of Trump by, like, 
endangering people's lives. Like that shit's wild. They were all six feet apart. They probably COVID tested people. They probably got COVID tested before they came in. I got COVID tested before I went to Chappelle shit. You went to the Chappelle shit? Oh shit! Well, the one where he was outside. Mm-hmm. Was that like his backyard or something? No, it's like a um, it's like a huge cornfield that he had that he got that he set up. He had the whole shit set up like full production, and it was just like a big ass show, like comedians, Bill Burr, Donnell Rawlings, Kevin Hart, Toby, Toby performed. Wait, so was it that which special was it? Was it the special that he did the first one? He, how many? Did, um, so I'm not confused. He <clears throat> he only did one special or two specials. I don't know exactly how he's what he's doing with it with what he's recording. It's uh, he called it Chappelle Camp. He been doing it. He did it like the whole summer. Oh. I don't know if he started. I don't know if he if he did it. He probably gonna you know, sell it to Netflix for like nine gajillion dollars. I only seen the one where he was. I guess when it was more black lives matter i think it was right around the time george floyd got killed and yeah, was he was the, outside that was that and it was like the brick wall situation or that, like a fireplace or some shit where he did that is yeah. the same place yeah. uh, mm-hmm. got, it, got it got it got it but the one you went to was a different one the one i went to wasn't a, wasn't a one-time special it just looked like um a continuation a continuation of the weekly thing that they were doing mm-hmm. so somebody knew like every week Oh Ooh. shit! That's why you went to Ohio. Mm-hmm. You could have told us. Remember that well, time? You made it very, you made it very secretive. Yeah. yeah. That why you were going to Ohio. And you didn't call me either. You were supposed to call me. He's like, yeah, Lupe, I got. Let's call and talk about the name of the show. You remember that, Royce? Well, Tom, I mean, no disrespect or anything, but I, I didn't know you well enough to just be telling you all my business. <laughs> that you were going to Ohio. <laughs> I thought we were family. I thought that's how we started the show. I mean, we are family, bro, but that was a long time ago. It was a long time we, ago. We were still feeling each other out, baby. Was All right. out. Oh, so that's what that was. Now it makes sense. So you was driving down, road tripping down to Ohio mm-hmm. to go see Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Fancy ass nigga, boy. That's what I be talking about. Look at you. Guess where I was at? I was at a taco stand. I took a, a COVID test in Wyoming, too, when I went to see So I took two. Yeah, two. I think I had three. Yeah, and them didn't give me my results, though. I just assumed I was nigger. How did they do the test? <laughs> uh, what was the test? Was it up the nose or in the back of the throat? Yeah, up the nose. Hey, man, it's something, it's something that's not cool about sticking a Q-tip up somebody's nose and then just not telling them the results or nothing. Just being like, all right, you good. I'll, I'll holler. <laughs> I'll let you know if anything wrong. Wait, Tom, you I had just, one? I had one, but it wasn't up the nose. It was down the throat. I got the blood test, too. But they prick your, oh. your finger. I got that one too. I would much rather you've get had, that. You've had the whole buffet of tests. Yeah. No, actually, you had the buffet because I've never heard of down the throat. Who's your doctor? <laughs> Here in Maryland, <laughs> we, we, uh, down the throat. Never heard of it. Yeah, I ain't heard of down the throat either. I don't know if that was a COVID test. He's like, Tom, come on in here. About to go down the throat. No, I was definitely a COVID test. I went into this war room looking place with all these white sheets everywhere, and you had to go into your little room. And What are you talking about, Tom? That doesn't sound like anything near the COVID test I took. You So you go into a place, there's white sheets, like a mass unit. Was there plastic on the floor? Was there a film crew there? No, there was no film crew. There was no plastic. It was it was your typical vinyl. Did they have white hoods on? <laughs> no white hoods, no. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure you didn't stroll into a gangbang. And then... No. <laughs> okay, I was making sure. I appreciate you uh, looking out for me, though. I'm just, you know, I'm looking out for your well, the well-being of your... Uh, 
He was like, excuse me, everybody. Don't mind me. You just got to get you got any down the throat ones. <laughs> <laughs> Your public reputation, especially going to be a part of this show. Right. We can't have you out just haphazardly, naively walking into gang bangs. That's supposed to be like COVID tests. <laughs> They, they were gag testing me like it was fucking crazy. Like you didn't get to down the throat test. Like no, there's no, they don't do that. That's a gag test. Man, listen, Tom, me and you family. But if I Google the different Corona tests and I don't find a down the throat one, <laughs> you find that one in Google. <laughs> it better be somewhere. It's gonna be somewhere. Wait, did you pass your test? Because I'm bringing this back to COVID yeah. and Trump. Did you? You pass? No, no, no. I, 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 I passed. I'm okay, good. cool. What do you think about Trump getting COVID? I think he's a stupid motherfucker. I think it's a conspiracy. I think that he doesn't have COVID, nor did he ever have it, but he got it so he can show people how easy it was to get through it and how he overcame it, and it's not that big of a deal. You give, you give this guy so much credit. You think I'm giving him too much credit? You, give, you just gave him a brain just now. What, I might what, have. What else you want him to have, a heart? But but think about it. If this guy really had it, he's how old is he? Seventy four. Yes. He's not an age anymore. He's just orange. He's orange. He would be down and out. He would not be standing. And he was in I'm, the hospital for what two days, and then I'm, jumped in a plane and a taxi. I mean, with but a they bunch did. They did lace him with all kinds of experimental, all kinds of shit. He's not an actor. You know what I mean? And that um. You don't think he's an actor? No. I no. think he's the. The ultimate actor. Well, I think if he if he was acting when he was having breathing trouble, I think he needs to he, he follow his calling. He's meant to be an actor for real. I mean, the guy is an actor. He had a show before he was the president. A reality show. A reality show. I think he's a show constantly. I think he tells people exactly what they want to hear. He want, he tells Middle America exactly what they want to hear. I think he's an old crazy ass white man. That's what I think Trump is. I don't think he's anything else. I think he's smarter than we think. He knows what he's doing. Old crazy white people don't have to be smart when everybody else that is around you is also old and crazy. Now, I'm not, I'm not being age. You know how they do what they call it when you're being ageophobic or like I love me some old people. But if I had to profile Trump, like he's one of those old crazy white dudes, right? Who's rich whose opinions have been not even rich. Rich ain't got shit to do with it because it's, it's just old and crazy like you see white people who just confident because they are around a group of people who believe the same shit that they do and so they have a, a higher level of confidence saying wild shit to people in public right with no not worrying about like uh repercussions right because they've been reinforced by this whole army of crazy motherfuckers that's just like them i think at some point we gotta we gotta go ahead and attribute that to being rich on some level too i've encountered white people like trump just like him that aren't rich who do the same shit yeah, they inspired by him, though. Nah, I don't think so. I think it's a whole. I think it's a category of wh- old white people like him that do that shit that he does. I think they're all through like Arizona. I think they're all through the South. I think they're like they kind of start dying off, but they pick back up when you when you start getting into like Boston and shit like that. Like they just get they find they click, and it's just like they gang, it's just a gang of motherfuckers who say anything. They believe the conspiracy theories, the whole shit, and they push it. You know, he's very classist. Tom, what type of white people are there? Do you have a taxonomy of white folks? Because we fucking do. Well, I'd like to hear yours. Nah, I mean, I want to hear from the source, baby. From the source? Yeah. And shout to the source for giving the source magazine for giving us a nice little push on the podcast. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. I think there are three types of white people. 
I think there's the old and crazy people who don't know any better and grew up a very certain way. Mm. I think there is the educated, how do I say this? The educated coastal folks. Educated what? Coastal, meaning that they lived on the east or the west coast who probably are very different than the, the middle of the country people who probably didn't live with a, with a certain diversity of population. And I think, I think understanding people is about knowing people and is about living with people and is about being with different types of people every day. And I think in the middle of our country, we don't have that sometimes. And I think mm-hmm. people grow up not necessarily. Hold on, Tom. Hold on. You're going all off until you, you, got, you got a third one sitting. What's that third white person? My third one was middle America who just doesn't know oh, any better. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So I have, I have old white people. I got <laughs> middle America and I have educated coastal people. Yeah, it's more, than, it's more than just three. Hit me up with some more. You got Eminem stands. That's a whole breed of white person. <laughs> They're their own like, like race, uh, species, uh, creed, gender. They all one gender. <laughs> Shady. That's what they got. They go to the bathroom and they do the shady. <laughs> Eminem is your best friend. You know this, right, Tom? Right. Eminem. I, I is, do know this. Royce is Eminem's best friend. Best. What happened, bro? Like, what happened with you and Eminem fans? I I missed. I mean, if you feel comfortable talking about it, we don't have to talk about it. We can go back to this list of white people that Tom. I don't know where the fuck Tom stopped at three. There's at least eighteen different kinds. Yeah, let's stay away from right. that because that's such a touchy moment in my life. <laughs> the type of white people or Eminem? No, no, Eminem's fan base, <laughs> the stand base. What happened, bro? Just give us yeah. a little bit. The pandemic happened. Oh, the pandemic! The pandemic happened, and you know the truth came jumping out at us. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it was all good until I start getting angry about things that were getting done to us. I start expressing. You know, my my discernment with what was happening in the world. And all of a sudden, it just it was like something clicked and they all just told on themselves like they they have a way that they feel like I should speak. I should be I should carry myself standing next to him. And they mm. think that anybody standing next to him is a is a something, some shit that he created who who needs to just be thankful to be here. You know what I mean? So what I what I do is I'm not mature all the time. So sometimes I tell them to go fuck themselves. Mm. You know what I mean? And then I I challenge them. I force them into certain narrative that they're not comfortable engaging in because I feel like that's what needs to happen. Everybody needs to like start start being willing to answer the tough questions, ask ask the tough questions. You know, like it's too much. Yo, just turn that down a little bit. Black people. Keep it down a little bit. Y'all getting in the way of the white experience right now. We busy. We, we trying to watch the football game. Yeah, but we want equality. Yeah, we just want you to turn it down. That's how we're going to fix that. Mm. Don't talk so loud about it. Talk low about it and stay over there. Stop complaining so much. Stop race baiting. Stop being so angry. Look what it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You are just so violent. That's what That's what I'm going to. But we haven't done anything to anybody. Yeah, but still, still, statistically. We know it. Look at Farrakhan. He's been he's been talking up. He's been talking a whiplash on the people all these years. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now, what <laughs> what exactly happened here? Huh? What was the incident that that set this uh, off? 
Yeah, was it like a singular? Was it a singular thing that you said and just fucked it all up for yourself with his fans? Yeah, everything I say. Nah, yeah. bro. It had to be one nah, thing. I can go back. I, I know my moments where I fucked up bad. I was like, oh, it'll never be the same. This will never be the oh, same. This ain't no fuck up. I don't care about their fanfare. No, no. I'm saying, like, was it like an Instagram post? Was it like a a tweet, a comment? Just being a little too black, man. That's all. Um, all right, I hear you. All right. I've been a little too black. Um, they don't like anything I do, bro. They don't like when I squash his beefs. They don't like when I fucking mm. start his beefs. They don't like what I fucking... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they don't like anything. <laughs> Interesting. And then they get they, they get mad at me, and then, you know, then they come back later, and then everything be back to normal. It's a very toxic relationship. Everything be back to normal again. You know, everything will be going fine, and then, you know, boom. I took a picture with Nick the other day. What the fuck? You snake. And you're talking about Nick Cannon. Yeah. How could you be in a picture with him after everything that he said about Marshall? And then Bazaar even got in the comments and put this emoji. <laughs> shout to Bazaar. Yeah, shout uh, to Bazaar. It's like shout, shout to Bazaar. Where's your fucking brain, nigga? I mean, like, your enemies ain't my enemies. I'd... You see these triggered fans. Why would you exacerbate this narrative? You know mm-hmm. all you have to do is call somebody and find out whatever it is you want to know. They assume. They assume the worst with me. I'm guilty to proven innocent. I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? But True. you you actually got people's numbers. What you in the comments about? You took me to Bizarro Land, man. Do you think that there's this in this age that we live in now? Now we're so exposed. Is there still that line? Remember we talked about the sacred space when you want to whoop Leon's ass in the studio? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like we consider the studio, or at least I consider the studio to be a sacred space, right? That's a mm-hmm. place where you come and people can be quote-unquote normal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel that, that that doesn't exist anymore? Like because of social media, like now all of our, what would have been our, not necessarily things that we're hiding, but things that weren't necessarily meant for the public to to consume and now having an Instagram page is basically the same as like putting your phone number out there. So I should be able to engage you in any space or any platform anywhere where you reside because the lines are so blurred between what's personal and what's, uh, what's private. Or I mean, what's, what's personal and what's public? I think it's just up to us to uh, kind of manage it and, and, and create boundaries. You know what I mean? Like if somebody comes to my page, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just put it out there and say white people, not all of them though, Tom. Some of them. White people come to my page and get my comments, psychoanalyze me, Three tell me comments. what I should be doing, what I need to be doing, what I need to stop doing, and what they're accusing me of doing that I need to stop doing is something that I don't do. It's like it's like clockwork. Wait a minute, that you, this really that happened? triggers me. You get on here every day. You blame white people for everything, for all your for all your problems. You blame white people. All you do. It's always oh, white man's fault. It's white man's fault. White man's fault. Why you don't have what you need? It's a white man who created you. So you you shouldn't be behaving like this because he does he know? And I'll be like, yo, oh, bro. I had to tell this dude the other day in the comments. I wrote him a nice lengthy paragraph, something that my therapist would tell me not to do. I don't care what they got to say. I told him. I said, listen here, white man. I I'm not asking you for anything. You don't have anything that you can help me with. Like, you don't, you don't, you can't help me. I need you to leave me alone. That's what I'm asking you to do. I'm not 
asking you for anything. I'm not saying, please, white people, save us. Save us. No, mind your business. Like, you don't even realize how racist it is for you to fucking think that you got to be involved in every fucking thing and you got to be psychoanalyzing everything and your opinion always has to be interjected. You know, you can come in mid-conversation and just be like, hey, look at me, I'm in the comments, about to take this shit over. Boop. You know what I mean? And it's just like, yo, can you leave us alone? Just shh, just for a second. Shh, shh. Sometimes just being quiet will help us more. And then some people just trying to help and just doing too much. You know what I mean? Like some mm-hmm. people mean well, but some people just want to want shit their way. You know what I mean? Like they want me to be exactly how they want me to be, but they don't want to unfollow me. They want to come to my page and change me. That's mm-hmm. fucking right. How about we make a deal? I won't come to your page and bother you. You don't come to my page and bother me. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you, you can do whatever you want to do, and I won't have nothing to say about it. We want to thank Blue Microphones for supporting our show. For 25 years, Blue has helped people to find and amplify their voices. And today, they are the mic of choice for millions of musicians, podcasters, and YouTubers. No matter what kind of content you create, Blue has a setup that will make you sound and look great. If you've ever thought about creating your own podcast or stream, check out the Yeti Caster. It's a complete mic and boom arm system that connects to your laptop, bringing the ultimate broadcast studio to your home or office. Now is the perfect time to start your creative project. So visit bluemike.com and click get started to start telling your story. You're listening to the Lupe and Royce show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce the Five Nine, and Tom Frank. But it goes back to this point in a weird way about voting, Tom, where there's a participation at a certain level, yes. But there can be over participation. Like you motherfuckers is doing too much, right? Like we get it. But also you got to look at not just the act, the importance of the act itself, but the act is only as important as the people that the act is pointed towards. Like if this voting is great, but if you got me voting between a fucking bag of shit and a little bag of shit, I mean, what the fuck? How important is the voting? Like there needs to be people that aren't bags of shit that constantly just get recycled and regurgitated up to the top. I feel like the problems we have can be fixed through legislation. You know? Yeah, same. It's like the kind of white people that I'm talking about, it's like they're dependent on like our energy. It's like they need something to like fucking push down, you know what I mean? In order to like feel something. You know what I mean? It's like if I say I'm going over there to separate, oh, you're preaching separatism. Why would you want to divide? Why would you want to do that? That's evil. That's hate. Okay, well, fuck it. Let's rock together. And let's all have equal rights. You got to stop complaining about the equal rights stuff. And you got and you got to stop resisting. OK, that's got to stop. Because, listen, you got a lot more you'll be living if you just stop. You just stop that shit. See, it's a game, Tom, to a degree. And I don't feel like plant, when voting became a game. Right. And you got really sophisticated people who play really sophisticated games. They play chess oh, all yeah. day. They play go all day. It's like, I'm not trying to play chess all day. Like, you're not trying to play chess all motherfucking day. Like, we could play. Can we play Game Boy? Can we play like some, some Mario? Can we play something else? Like some, just some slap the hand or shit? Different form of slavery, like the institutionalized kind of slavery has already been figured out. Okay. I'm somewhat seeing what you're saying here, but at the same time, right? Voting is not the sole thing, but it is a thing. It is part of the process. Do we need better candidates? Yes. Do we need more conversation? Because politics isn't going to change anything. 
But we also need somebody who's not a complete moron and who represents our country and in such a, a horrific way. I mean, come on. Like, we need this guy voted out. The one thing about Trump, Trump needs to get all the way the fuck up out of here. Because this shit right here, we gotta get past this shit it. right here is fucking ridiculous. So I, yeah. I feel no way about it. And he did that shit to himself. And he's killed. He's responsible for the deaths of tens of thousands of his own fucking followers. Right? Absolutely. Of his own people. Like you're not you you don't need to be a leader, you need to be ostracized, you need to do something. He's not gonna resign, right? And you he's shown that he's no problem cooking the books and doing fuck shit, right? So at a certain point, him being gone, I get that. And that should be a force, and that's great. But we also know that it's only like six or seven states that actually really matter that I don't live in, that I choose not to live in. I'm not living in fucking Pennsylvania. Right. I'm not living in Florida. No, no offense to people who live in Florida and Pennsylvania, but I'm not living down there. I've seen that shit. I'm cool. I don't want none of that. Fuck around, be in the wrong town, get fucked up. I'm not doing that. Right. I'm not. I love the South, but I'm not trying to live in that shit because I already know what that is. I've my mother picked cotton and all kinds of shit. I'm not trying to just, you know, relive the past and shit like that. So I choose to live in places. And maybe it's just because of my progressiveness and the way I think that I gravitate towards places or places that are open like that welcome me. And I find myself naturally landing in those states where they're not swing states, they're blue states. You might have, a, of course, blue cities and red portions and red valleys and all that shit. But I'm not living in the culture. Right. That breeds the red shit. I don't like it. I don't like the way it feels. I don't like the way it tastes. I don't like the way people look at me. I'm, I'm cool with that shit. I've experienced it. I know where I need to be. And I'm going to hold out in those strongholds until I eventually leave this country, which is my plan. I'm getting the fuck out of here, right? So there's a, there's a certain like way to be an American that doesn't have to always funnel down into that your vote is every four years you got to get, you got to play the game again, right? You got to, it's, the debates are framed like a game. It's a time limit, and there's a winning, and there's this, and then there's going to be people who spoof, and then we're going to analyze it. And like, did you think they won? Like, what the fuck you mean do I think they won? People are dying in the streets, right? Choking to death on their own blood and shit in hospital beds, right? And we talk, we talking about who the fuck won, right? That's the problem I have with the system today. In the 60s, different. 70s, maybe. But when motherfuckers was dying for this, for voting, ain't nobody dying for voting right now. That shit's over. The country that America was in the 50s and 60s, that's not today, right? So the impact of voting, even the force of the symbolism of what that means outside of swing states, that shit don't matter. And as much as I talk to the most high-minded politician, the most intellectual person, the most just just common sense individual and shit like that, it always boils down to like, hey, man, you need to vote. I'm like, no, we need to move to Ohio in mass. And flip that state. Then once we flip that state, we need to move to fucking Florida and flip that state. Then we need to move to Texas and flip that state. But moving there, we're gonna have to live there. I don't want to live in that shit. I'm just keeping blood. I love. Listen, I love. I love my peoples, but the political systems of those states, I don't fuck with that. It's complicated. I still think that when you looked at four years ago, there were a lot of states that we thought were gonna go one way and went another way, and all of a sudden we woke up and Donald Trump was our president. That's Hillary's fault because she didn't even do the basic work that she was supposed to do as a politician. She didn't even visit the motherfucking states. True. She, but those people could have went out and voted. And I feel like a lot of people didn't vote because they assumed their state. It didn't matter. The person who was running to be president, the motherfucker we were supposed to vote for, didn't even go to them shits. 
She didn't even campaign there. Who, these nuts? I'm not putting it on you, but but I, I don't want people to think that because my state is already locked in, it's a waste of my time to go. No, home. no, you can't put that on Trump. Trump knew Trump knows that that's not the case. He knows I'm not that saying that's not I'm the putting case. it on Trump because Trump no. was a master of it. Right. He know Hillary should have out hustled and out politic this motherfucker. She didn't. And she lost. And she didn't. Yeah. And she lost in those same swing states. She didn't lose in blue states. She won New York. She won California. She won Illinois. And she's going to continuously win them shits. If she ran every time, she would win them shits. As long as she's on the Democratic ticket. She lost swing states. Not states that were traditionally blued and they flip red overnight. That shit didn't happen. Royce, I apologize. Do she even got her only fan page? <laughs> yeah, that's important. <laughs> if she in a swing state, I want to see if she's going to be on OnlyFans, too. Did you see that commercial, Get Your Booty to the Pole? Yes, I did. Of course, yeah, we saw that. Did you see that, Tom? I didn't see that. Shit like that pisses me off a little bit. Tom, you got to Google that right now. Get Your Booty to the Pole. You got to watch that right All right, I'm pulling now it. on your phone or something. Get Your Booty to the Pole. I, want, I need you to watch the whole thing. Oh, it comes right up. It's clear black lives don't matter to some of our current elected officials. If they matter to you, then don't let other people decide who's going to run your community. Get your booty to the poll. Get your booty to the poll. Get your booty to the poll. Get, get, get your vote, vote. Apparently, we speak fluent buffoon. <laughs> Translate buffoonery to them. Get them to vote. The issues that they're talking about, and this is, this is the problem. Those are very specific issues. Very specific where there's a, there's a clear delineation between the candidates on no specific issues and people vote those policies. Look how, you see that? That shit's genius, ain't it, Tom? It is genius. I mean, we sexual creatures, baby. Just booties and dicks and pussies and, and titties, man. It's basically what we are. Bro. The message is still get out and vote. Equiminized genius, okay? That shit's not genius. Equiminized genius. Ooh, probably, probably my most listened to Outcast album for sure is Equiminized. Yeah, when I think of genius, I think of shit like I don't think of that stupid ass commercial. I wish I could drive my car over to Master. <laughs> but look at that efficient, relevant, and those are the times. And this is the crazy part. That's all Trump campaign is. He's that flagrant, that foul mouth, right? That he's he's connected to his audience in a very perverse way. And I've thought the shit was genius because they responded with some pervert shit. Get your booty to the pole. Right? Bunch of strippers, you know, talking about very specific bills, right? With very specific ramifications, was able to drive that shit home, right? And I think they fighting fire with fire. So I believe Trump's going to lose. I'm going to say it right now. I believe Trump's going to lose. I want to believe that so very badly, but I am worried. I didn't think he'd win in the first place. And never in a million years that I think this guy would be our president. He bought five golf courses since he'd been president. So there's that. There's that. I'm sure he didn't lose in golf. I wonder if it's Caddy Black. I wonder, does he go, great shot, sir. Well, that's that's Mike Pence. I used to be a caddy. Let me just keep it all the way clean with y'all. I used to be a caddy when I was a kid. You were a golf caddy? Yes. No, like a Cadillac. Let the man finish, Tom. I was Let the man finish. No, Tom, I was one of the Transformers. I used to turn into a Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> I was a caddy, 
And it was this one dude who everybody was talking about. He's so good at what he does. He makes so much money because, you know, you work off like a commission. You get like a quarter every time you fucking kiss a butt cheek. It was like one of the dudes teed off and all I heard him go, great shot, sir. And he was the dude with always, always with the commentary and shit. And then, you know, when it's time to eat like lunch, like the golfer goes to the concession stand and the caddies go to the other side of the concession stand. So it's like a prison lineup. All the golfers are looking like, hey, those are caddies over there. We over there looking like cattle, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's when they're supposed to like buy their caddy lunch if they choose to. So you may you may not even get lunch bought for you. You may need to bring your own lunchbox. Fantastic job. Was this golf course on Bablo Island? Of course not, man. Shout shout to my homie. Uh, I got a homie in Detroit named Neil who uh, who runs like a golfing program, bringing golfing to the inner cities. Um, it's pretty cool. I used to play golf, but only I only went to the driving range. And my man Kanan, shout out to my brother Kanan, shout out to Kanan Jasper. What do you mean you only home. went to the driving range? Listen, man, let me let me finish. You never played on a real. Let golf a black course. man talk about his sophisticated relationship to golf, being introduced to golf by not. yet another sophisticated black man. Okay, you might not you might not understand it, Tom. You just got to sit back. You got to process it now. Okay, check this out, Tom. It's really good. Okay, so. There was, and I never knew. I kind of knew it, but didn't know, no. So anyway, living in Chicago, that's where I was living downtown. Uh, my homie Kanan from New York. Shout out to Kanan. Shout out to Bryce. Shout out to Kanan. He, uh, Kanan's a real good dude. You got, you got to meet Kanan, uh, Royce. We, we got, I got to introduce y'all. Like, y'all y'all will hit it off. And he's in the mental health space, too. So, oh, and congratulations on your joint, man. Thank congratulations. you, man. Congratulations. congratulations. Thanks, Tom. Mental health piece. Tom, Tom yours didn't seem as, as like... Heartfelt is lose, but go ahead. That's all. I, I mean, I, I did comment and like you were like, congratulations. Let's say about the golf. <laughs> the Ryan Montgomery Foundation. Good shit, brother. Good shit, bro. Thank you, bro. So anyway, there's a in the kind of on the lakefront of Chicago, right? They had a driving range in between some of the buildings, right? They tore it down since and built like some skyscrapers and shit there. But at one point, it was like this driving range, like right in the heart of downtown Chicago. Right, like a whole driving range. Well, on the edge, not the heart. So toward more toward the lake. And Kanan came to Chicago and was like, Yeah, man, you know, we're we gonna golf. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? We're gonna go golf. Golfing, right? And I think Kanan actually golf golfs, like he hits the links. I was just on some like he took me he took me to the driving range and we hit him off and I got addicted. And I I found myself going there like by myself, just like hitting hidden fucking balls, bro. Uh was that the first time you had done it? Yeah, the first time I done it. This is the first time I really done it. I probably did some ghetto shit in the hood, calling it golf. To realistically bring golf to the inner city, you skipping steps. Oh, but hold up, Royce, because I was gonna finish. Mm-hmm. That on the Chicago's notorious for being what, Royce? Ooh, pick something violent. Yeah, we go. Um, so in one of the one of the violent neighborhoods is South Side of Chicago, South Shore. You normally hear about Inglewood, West Side, but South Shore is kind of like. Far south toward the lake. Like if you follow the lakefront from downtown all the way like to its to its conclusion, you would land South Side of Chicago, South Shore. And it's still it's still nice aesthetically, but it's super fucking violent, right? Um, has a history of violence. But in that neighborhood, the South Shore neighborhood, is like a humongous golf course, right? That's been there since forever. And people come from all over the city and go there and golf. 
And it's like a block away from like some of the most violent neighborhoods in the city. Some very brave people go there and golf. <laughs> That's first of all, because I'm not. I consider myself pretty tough. I'll golf in Detroit. Sam? How long did you caddy, Russ? Uh, one summer. Mm. You make good money? No. Why would you ask me that? You about to send me into depression. I worked at a golf course <laughs> for 10 years. You made good money. Yeah, I, I cut the greens. See? I was a guy on a mower that would cut the greens, and then my, my favorite part was I would change the holes. You had a favorite part. Every every Saturday morning, I would go out there and change the holes. Put, what do you mean change the holes? Different places on, on a green, right? You have yeah. a green. Yeah. You can't keep the hole in the same spot all the time. What? The grass would wear out. Yes, they go out and they change the holes almost every morning. How the fuck you do you go do that? A, it's a little like a tool that is a, has a handle and then has like a cup that cuts into the grass. And you cut into the grass, you, you go like this, get it down, you pull it out, and it pulls out probably the top of the grass and maybe three inches. And that's what you use to do your COVID test. Well, listen. <laughs> right down the throat. Then you go, you, you go to the other hole and you put that dirt back in there. It fills it back up. You blend the grass back together. You put the cup in the new hole. And we always would have a plan so that we brought that we, – we had, we had different regions of the green so you keep it moving so that you keep the green healthy. Damn. This is not inner city maintenance. That's cool. I never knew that. That's cool as hell. Was it a public course or like a – what was it like a private – it was a public course called Toft Trees in State College, Pennsylvania. Mm. State College? Shout out State College. Oh. State College, Pennsylvania, home of the Penn State Nittany Lions. Ooh. How, did you, how did you feel about uh, like those golf course, those private courses or p- clubs that wouldn't let in like women or like black people? Or even there's some, I think there's like some clubs that won't let in like, there's Jewish clubs that won't let in Christians, Christians clubs that won't let in Jews. It's not just golf, but like tennis, but like golf and stuff like that. Like that's real shit. Ain't that crazy? It is real, and it's it's yeah, what, it's happening today. What are they in there doing? It's like the country clubs, you know. It's country clubs, mm-hmm. yeah. Segregation, modern segregation is what it is. Like we don't we don't fuck with your kind. Official. I mean, before I jump to a conclusion, I just need to know like the whole story. <laughs> but I do think there's a difference between private clubs that you are a paying member mm. that you could be of any race. If you're paying there's clubs where you could be a paying member, like paying like hundreds of thousands of dollars and like no niggas, no Jews either. And no girls. Like, wow. Damn. Yeah. That's uh that's kind of sounds crazy. like Facebook. <laughs> you know, Cesar Chavez thought about golf courses. He what? What's that? Hugo Chavez. Hugo Chavez. Hugo Chavez. Chavez. Hugo Chavez. Hugo Chavez. Hugo Chavez. Caesar Salad. Remember Caesar Salad? He lived up the street. He thought golf courses was like, uh, like white people waste the time shit. And he actually like took over a lot of, I think they had like 20 golf courses or some shit like that in Venezuela. And he like took them shits over, like nationalized them and like turned this shit into like real estate for the homeless. That's gangster. And the world hated him for it because it was golf. The golf he had golf people like this is just oppressing us. Doesn't he know we need a hundred acres to play our stupid ass game? Uh, he took away your golf. Oh man, that is so wrong. Damn, that is wrong. I was in the Philippines too. Saw something crazy. Philippines. It was like 
in the middle of like you know slums and like multi-story slums and when i when i was there not so much this time but last time i went the time before and it was like a golf course like a well-kept super well like ridiculous looking beautiful fucking golf course in the middle of like slums not like even the ghetto like slums like houses that they built by hand stacked on top of each other precariously with trash and fucking poverty everywhere it's fucking nuts i wonder why that is Golf courses are crazy. The amount of upkeep that it takes to keep those things up with watering those greens, keeping every I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy that we have this many golf courses. You ever been to a brothel in Brazil? In Brazil? Mm-hmm. I've never been to Brazil. Really? But you, I've never, I've, I want to go. I want to go to Brazil, for sure. Have you been to a brothel in Brazil? Absolutely. It wasn't me, though. It was uh, Ronald Bacardi. <laughs> <laughs> let me just get that straight before we go any further do we should we go further i don't want to incriminate okay i didn't do anything right. that was against the law so i called a brothel what's what city sao paulo uh rio that was a good guess that first one. Ooh, sao paulo look at me no nah, but honestly man I didn't be. I behaved myself pretty much, but yo, let me tell you something. I was drunk as fuck, okay. But I still remember. I have never seen this many bad ass women in one place at one time. Literally, like when we used to be going crazy back in the day, the ones that we'd be talking to and be trying to like, why are you here? Come home with me. Come to Detroit. Come to Detroit. Uh, and they was nasty, trying to kiss people in the mouth. It's it's, it's crazy. You 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 had a, a a sense of like reflection and longing. It was all that talk about golfing. That's that's what led you there. It's got me going. I still don't know how we jumped from golfing to brothels in Brazil. How did we get there? Was it via Venezuela and golf courses in Venezuela? Was that or the traveling the Philippines? And he just okay, got you. Because Philippines, the Philippines has brothels too. What I do, what I do is ordained by God. Well, I don't know mm. what's going to happen. Mm, the Lord, you. the Lord just speaks to the Holy Spirit. Just speaks through me sometimes. And you I needed mean, to know about the brothel. I have a brothel story or two. Well, tell the story because I'm already getting divorced <laughs> for what I just said. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well join me. <laughs> Not, it's funny that you mentioned brothel in Brazil because I did go to a brothel in the Philippines. I didn't do anything, but we went because I wanted to see like the red light district. And so they took us and it was like the random, most weirdest shit I've ever seen. It was nothing like, hey, baby, want to have a good time? It wasn't none of that shit. It was like some danky, weird, fucking weird shit. I was like, yo, now I'm straight. We we went back to like a regular club. That hey baby, want to have a good time? I I don't think I would have been into that. <laughs> uh, nope, that ain't the approach. Hey baby, want to have a good time? It's so horny. What we missed out on was like the ping pong show. Like we went, we was like, yo, take us to go get sneakers and fake watches and all kind of. We did all that shit in the Philippines, and then it was like, oh, just take us to the red light district. Let's see what's happening. Um. But in the Philippines, they have like the ping pong show. Or is that Thailand? 
I've never been to Thailand. Ping pong shells? Ping pong shells. Where they put ping pongs into their vagina and then shoot them out using their vagina muscles. If you go to the brothel in Sao Paulo, you would not be watching any ping pong, okay? Tell them, tell them Roy sent you. I don't got no status, no stripes in there. You might have to holler at Alchemist. <laughs> Alchemist might got some stripes. Listen, why you putting people on blast? I ain't trying to put the brother on blast. I'm just saying. Ask around. <laughs> you want a name drop? Headlines. I haven't name dropped anyone. He got clout in there. So you know who else is a crazy golfer? The fucking president of the United States. And he spent a majority of his time, well, a big part of his time being in office at the fucking golf course. Know. And going back to freak, I think it's Freakonomics. Is it Freakonomics or is it, uh, what's that dude? Freakonomics. Not Freakonomics. What's the other one? The Jamaican black dude with the afro. He wrote the uh, that one book, The Tipping Point. That he didn't write that book. shit. Did he write The Tipping Point? Who wrote The Tipping Point, bro? You mean Marlon James? Tell my Kodak Black. Kodak Black wrote The Tipping Point? You said that, yeah. No, 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 no. Malcolm. Um, Malcolm, yeah, Malcolm Jamal Warner. Malcolm Glazier. No. Right? Malcolm Jamal Warner played on a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Did you say Malcolm Glazier? <laughs> Yeah, his name's Gladwell. Gladwell. He says that golf, the like, the the more golf that you play, the worse CEO that you are. He made the correlation between like, people play a lot of golf and the health of their companies. And he, it was like the people, because like, you know they keep track of that. Like they keep track when you shout go to courses. Shout out my yeah. boy Schoolboy Q. Shout out my boy Q. Horrible, horrible CEO. Avid golfer. <laughs> Golfing. Look on his Instagram story right now. He ain't CEO and he golfing. Golfing does not equal good CEO. Gotcha. <laughs> that's he made that correlation, and that, that's part of why we're in the fucked up spot that we are right now. Because Trump does nothing but golf. This episode is brought to you by Blue Microphone. This episode is brought to you by the Sao Paulo. What's the name? What was the name of the brothel? I don't remember that great one. Call Alchemist. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's going to get you right. Can I wrap things up with one more question from one of our great listeners? Oh, we got we got questions from the listeners? All pun intended. This is a good question. and it, it might actually last too long. Alun Baker out of England, who says she is greatly enjoying the podcast, mm-hmm. asks you both this. She ain't going to enjoy it after this been... episode. This episode has been <laughs> highly offensive to a range of people. How can she hear it? I can't even hear it. Alun Baker. What do you think, Alun Baker? What what race is Alun Baker? A L U S. Now you playing a race game? I'm not. Listen, I'm not trying to dig a hole. Race deeper. game. I'm, I know you like digging holes. I'm just. We're digging deeper and deeper. All right, let me get to the question. If you both had to make a rap group with yourself as the leader and could pick three other rappers under 40 years old to join, who would they be? Who wrote this question? You can't pick <laughs> anyone you're really close with. God damn it. <laughs> this was a Lund Baker. I'll let Royce Not take this one. I don't even know. What's the question again? It sounds like a substitute teacher just asked. <laughs> Listen, why don't we give Lund, why don't we answer the question that we hoped a Lund would have asked? If I could form a rap group out of, uh, I'm going to pick one person. If I could form a rap group with that I'm the leader of, a Lund, that ain't, they ain't got to be under 40. You got to make it all difficult. 
there was a lot of there was a lot of criteria. criteria in it. It's like a Scantron test. Yeah. Um, and it can't be me. What? Because you know me. It's someone that you don't know. Well, I got oh, so it has to be a stranger? This is weird. <laughs> All right. How about just give me this? Spoken like a true Raptor. non-creator. You think, you, you think we just be pal- you just be rapping around with people, huh? We don't rap around. Just rapping around. I would pick FK Twigs. And but she don't rap. But she could be in the group. And I would pick... Uh, I'll pick Malcolm Gladwell. I think that's a fantastic group. Okay, well, there you go. You won. <laughs> I'm trying to Who would I pick? I gotta pick. I gotta pick two people. Two people. Um, I mean, you gotta have a three-man rap group. A three-man rap group. Rap group. Can it be a man? We gotta be a man. It can be a man or a woman, or both. It can be both. Yeah. Okay. Um. Do they have, do they gotta have health insurance? <laughs> My sciatica is act, like acting up. My fucking back and and hip though. Speaking of health insurance, man, it's wild. What the hell are you doing with sciatica? You weigh one hundred and forty pounds. Man, just fat people, man. It's for little little little. Little regular weighted people such as myself as well. Regular way, that's okay. You self diagnosed yourself just now. No, nah, I mean, I talked to many yeah. people about it. You self proclaimed regular weight. Self proclaimed regular weight. I've talked I to many experts. Weight. I think my BMI is quite regular. Royce, could you please stop dodging this question so we can get the fuck up out of here? Royce, I'm not uh, answer please, the question. I'm not, I'm not dodging. It's not so easy like that, bro. This should take time. Just throw some oh. names out there. I got a name for you. How about Organic Shadow? Seems like he will want to be a part of your group with a name yeah, like that. Don't give, just don't give him my number. I was going to go with Organic <laughs> Shadow and Hugo Chavez. You, cut your, you cut your vocals over there. I'll do mine over here. You don't call me. I'll call you. Royce wants nah. Cesar Chavez, Organic Shadow. Nah, man. You know, I, um, with, a, with a side Cesar salad. I love so many rappers for so many different reasons. And I plus, man, I pretend like I love some rappers, too, that I don't. I just be trying to be nice. I don't. I'm trying to think um, if I could be honest. But I could lie. I don't know. Thank you, Alun Baker, for this fantastic question. Yeah. Um, it got to be somebody who talked with a West Coast accent. Probably Nipsey. Hmm. Ooh, that would, be, that would be cold. Royce Fine Nipsey. 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 Ooh. Nipsey is real. Nipsey is super, super West Coast, and then I would have to go like, um, super East Coast. Nah, I don't like super East Coast. They got to get it together out there. Um, <laughs> out there tripping. Uh, who else? Who else would I pick? Probably Takashi. Just to add a little bit of color. You know what I mean? Because you got Nipsey, then you got me, then you got Takashi. See what you know what I'm saying? Like it pops. Takashi. The Lupe and Roy show is brought to you by Blue Mic. For 25 years, Blue Microphone has been giving you microphones. You said Malcolm Gladwell, man. I did. My shit was stupid. I just wanted wanted out of the question so we could get out of this episode so I could go make some spaghetti. I'm not going to front with you. you. I'm going to. 
Shout out to Alun Baker, FK Twigs, Mom Gladwell, Tom Frank. Uh, you know, I'm All done. That's our show for the yo, week. Yo, yo, does Kanye know how you've been behaving throughout this whole pandemic? Because it's really starting to bother me a little bit. Like, you, you, something with your attitude, you really need an adjustment. <laughs> yo, I got told that. I need an adjustment. You kind of, I'm, listen, I'm not. You know what I told that guy? I said, bro, if you can find somebody that can adjust me, you do that. In the meantime, adjust your mother. Fucking telling me what I need to adjust. Are you on my page again? I didn't ask are you. you um, comments? Are you going back to the comment section? You know you can <laughs> cut the wrap it up and say. You know you can cut the comments off. It's in your it's in your control to just cut to cut comments off. People ain't got people people won't hear a sound. If I cut them off, then I won't be able to read them. Lupe, <laughs> <laughs> Lupe fiasco. <Duh. laughs> How's that gonna work out? True that. That was just a bad idea. I'm Tom Frank. We know who you are, Tom. I'm Royce. I'm Royce, and I'm the one who's always getting disrespected by my co-host all the time. So this is what I'm going to be from now on. I'm Royce Dangerfield. Lupe Fiasco. And it's a Subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. Tell us what you think. Don't subscribe to the show. Subscribe to me. Hit the Royce button. (laughs) That's our show for the week. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe or follow. Leave us a review and tell your friends to listen. The Lupe and Royce Show is a production of Say What Media. It's recorded and mixed by Claude Jennings. Our head writer is Lauren Sloat. I'm Tom Frank. And our theme music is by, who else? Lupe Fiasco and Royce the Five Nine. The Lupe and Royce Show is a Say What Media production. Have you thought about hosting your own podcast but don't know where to start? Working with Say What Media is like having your own personal producer, editor, audio engineer, and distributor all in one place. From equipment recommendations to engineering and distribution, Say What Media handles the boring details so you can focus on saying interesting stuff. Get started at saywhat.media.